So this week I got back from a visit to the United States. Went for a beautiful simcha. My sister got engaged. And I had my father's yard site last Shabbos. And while I was in New York, I did not leave my mother's house pretty much besides to the engagement and even then kept my distancing. And then my father's yard site, I had the opportunity to say Kaddish and Davin on Shabbos in one of the local shuls. It was the only time I went to shul while I was in New York. Obviously with a mask on the whole time. And they asked me at the shul to share share a thought. And having spent a little while in America by that time, because I was going to fly back the next day, so I was there for a few days, a little while before, I managed to spend enough time to America to realize that something's off <laughs> um, in the country and part of it or it probably the majority of it was just the partisanship not only in politics but in everything so I shared the following thought which was connected to last week's Parsha but it's connected to this week's Parsha as well and over the last week it's you know this idea that maybe popped into my mind at the moment has more germinated in my mind and hopefully can find application for you as well Last week's Parsha, this week's Parsha, tells the story of the exodus of Egypt. The Jewish people were in Egypt for hundreds of years, and finally it came time for Hashem to release the Jewish people. Now, one of the major factors that made the exodus such a huge story was the the plagues. One plague, two plagues, three plagues, ten plagues, and then the splitting of the sea. Now... Why were there so many plagues? There's many answers for it. But fundamentally, the Torah tells us that Pharaoh was acting very stubborn and not releasing the Jewish people. His heart was hard and hardened and hardened. Eventually, we're told that Hashem saw that Pharaoh was hardening his heart, so he even made the heart even harder. And I shared the following. I said, guys... When I grew up and heard the story of Pharaoh's heart being hardened and being stubborn, it was always seen as a negative, as a curse, that Hashem punished Pharaoh for being stubborn by making him more stubborn. And that we don't admire Pharaoh for his stubbornness, although um, the Kutzker Rebbe, who was one of the sharp, you know, very witty Rebbe's of the 19th century, shared that there is a lesson to be learned from Pharaoh's insistency and stubbornness but nevertheless on a fundamental level we were never really impressed with his stubbornness we saw there's a weakness and yet in today's day and age we're seeing people become more and more recluse in their ideas and we're seeing it almost as a blessing people becoming more radicalized and more locked into their reality you know when COVID started a year ago it took us by storm and it made us, I remember for myself and for all those I knew, it made us open to new ideas. It was such a shake and a shock that it forced us to explore new ideas and new realities. But ironically, one of the byproducts of COVID in the long term has made people lock down not only in their house, but in their mind and becoming more and more narrow-minded and narrow-focused rather than broad-focused and broad-minded. And for me, that's an important message as we start this new year, 2021, 
especially here in South Africa. It's the beginning of the new school year. It's the beginning of the new year. You know, in the Northern Hemisphere, September really starts the year. Over here, it's this time of the year. And I've spoken, I've reached out to many, I've asked them, you know, where they're at. I've spoken to colleagues. And there's no question that we're starting this year with a certain tiredness. Not necessarily because we didn't have a holiday, many of us did. But because it's deja vu, it's just the same, you know. Phase two, second outbreak, um, what happens when there's a third wave, shoals are closed down again. There's just this negativity and despondency. And what unfortunately happens when we're despondent is we become narrower and narrower and less open to new ideas. So here's my message for the Shabbos. Stay broad. Stay open. See bigger. This Shabbos, the 10th of Shvat on the Jewish calendar, is 70 years exactly to the day of the 10th of Shvat, 1951, when the Lubavitcher Rebbe officially ascended the leadership of the Chabad movement. It was exactly a year. It was the first yard site of his father's pass, father-in-law's passing, and he officially accepted leadership a year later. And 70 years later, although the Rebbe has you know, passed away 26, 27 years ago already, and hasn't been speaking for 29 years, nevertheless, his revolution continues in greater force than ever before. And in context of what I've been saying till now, one of the great ideas that the Rebbe taught me is to constantly think bigger than the situation. The Rebbe was one of the most prolific writers and speakers of our time, of all time. And if you read his teachings consistently, you'll find his ability of standing outside the situation, not getting locked into the narrowness of the situation, but seeing the bigger picture, staying optimistic, and staying focused. So friends, let's not get locked into a petty, small hole. We're so much bigger than the stubbornness of Pharaoh. If you find yourself becoming bitter or close-minded or agitated by new ideas, I, I, I beg you, I encourage you, take a step back and remember that what brought Pharaoh into the mess was his stubbornness, and the stubbornness led to more stubbornness. And that's the way it is. Narrowness leads to more narrowness. We can't afford that in our lives and not in the lives of those around us. Stay broad, stay big. God bless you. Shabbat Shalom.